0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: Hey, guys. You've heard me talking about my bookie on the show the last few weeks. You've heard about it on other shows like the Bill Simmons podcast, Doughboys. This is a great site for all your online sports betting needs. Um, They really take care of their players. You know, you got to remember, just as important as who you're betting on is who you're betting with. And my bookie, I cannot recommend highly enough. Uh, They got another new code for us this week. Uh, They're trying to add some more uh, some more perks in for you guys. So you got twenty five dollars bonus cash now. Uh, I think in addition to the deposit match they're doing before, you can get that when you sign up on my bookie with our code Shark twenty five S H A R K twenty five. And that's really all you need to know when you go on my bookie. Seriously, if you're if you're betting somewhere else right now, there's ever been a better time to switch. Uh, It's got a great interface it's fun to use easy to deposit money easy to take your winnings out uh and again land after dark can't recommend my bookie highly enough uh so remember uh my bookie you play you win you get paid that's all you need to know use our code shark25 uh, all right let's get to the show Welcome to Landtrikes After Dark. Uh, your weekly dispatch from the dystopian reality that is Ole Miss Athletics. Ooh, what a week it is. And I have an extra special treat for you, listeners. I, of course, am your host, Justin Sanders. And uh, back on the show sooner than advertised, all the way from Germany. We got John Stefanchek on the line. What's up, buddy?
0: You know, I thought I was going to hand this over for three weeks just to give some opportunities to couldn't, people to.
1: Couldn't stay away. Well-
0: Stay away, cause all you dumbasses are sitting. You got, there you got too oh, triggered. We're, we're over against Bama. We're good. I'm sitting in the Hofbrauhaus House in Munich, watching the group text convince convince themselves that the that Ole Miss is going to cover against Alabama. When all, all year I've had I've had like three. Well, I've had really one main principle in betting in college football, it's that Alabama has got to give Jalen Hurts stats to keep him from keep him engaged in case he's needed at some point during the year. And crap teams like Ole Miss, who, by the way, Nick Saban is still mad that he's lost to them two years in a row. Yeah, I, I, think, think, that, I think that
1: comes through a little bit.
0: I think everybody seemed to forget that factoid, too. When you have that plus the Hurts factor. What, what happened yesterday wasn't a surprise. And I just want to go ahead and say this off the top. This doesn't mean Ole Miss can't win seven games. That they're not. Um, it's just they're if way worse than we thought. Is this defense bad? Yes. Yes. But is there a scheme problems? Yes. But I mean, well, we'll jump right, right into it. Can they beat yeah, Arkansas? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. South Carolina, Vanderbilt, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, the, they, those they are they both good teams. Them. Go ahead.
0: Well, I guess they'd have to beat – that. that's their path to six or seven. Maybe the – they're not beating A&M. They're not beating LSU. They're not beating Auburn. They're not beating – Alabama. they didn't beat Alabama. I think they could give a scare. Yeah. I
1: think they could give a scare to at least one of those teams. I think the Egg Bowl should be a good game because for the same reason it has been for several years, where one team is really good, the other team is really bad uh, in a yeah. lot of respects. I
0: think, uh, I think I think the Egg Bowl Thanksgiving night is a shot.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I think State's gonna run all this, over. This is their best defense. shot to beat
0: somebody they probably shouldn't on paper. But Ole Miss is gonna pass all
1: over all. State secondary. I mean, that's my best yeah. guess. It's gonna be that could be a true shootout. Uh, I think people, yeah, are wildly overreacting to this. Yeah, it's a really bad loss. You looked completely hopeless. The defense got rolled up on. Uh, you know, you start the game off with the DK Metcalf bomb. Uh, you know, really get the crowd into it. You have opportunities after that. You know, it's seven seven. Alabama turns the ball over. Uh, on your side of the field. Uh, Honestly, I I wish Luke had gambled a little bit more, which, of course, hindsight 2020, when you see the score now, you think, you know, what did you have to lose? But he could have gone for it on fourth down then. He could have gone for it on fourth down down a few other times when the game was still relatively in reach in the first quarter. Um, But they don't capitalize there. Tomu looks rattled. I think he threw for like 6 of 20 or something. The wide receivers did not have a big day. Scotty Phillips did not have a big day. Offensive line for the most part. Uh, got handled by Alabama, and then of course the defense—it was no contest. I mean, CJ Moore at safety is just an abomination. I don't, I don't understand what's going on back there. Uh, I mean, you're playing decent. Mo- is he wearing? 38? Yeah, he's wearing 38. He's a senior. He's like a fifth-year senior. Um, it, I I don't even know, man. Like I, I'll just I'll just go ahead since we're just saying whatever. Like my first reaction after this game, we all agree that Matt Luke. Is gonna get at least two more seasons after this, right? He inherited a terrible situation. Um, he, he, we have to give him a fair shot. He's a good guy. He's Ole Miss guy. Whatever you know, we're getting through the sanctions anyway. I don't think any Ole Miss fan really thinks that this is like the the time to fire Matt Luke hastily and do something. What do you, what Matt Luke should do, knowing he has that job security, just fire Wesley McGriff. You're gonna to have to pay the buyout at some point, anyway. It's obvious that he's not a defensive coordinator by any stretch. Like it's it's a lot more than talent going on in these games. Like it like when when Southern Illinois scores thirty eight points in the first half, it's not because they have more talent than you. I think we can all agree on that, right? Surely. Like when. Oh, go hey, ahead.
0: So let's let's. I mean, on the surface, yep. I mean, I'm with you. But here's the – okay, so you get rid of McGriff. Who's going to interim DC the
1: defense? John Sumrall, which is what everybody's been saying for a long but, time. Well, ha-
0: but but hang on here. He's he's new to the staff. So you're going to tell Jason Jones and who the hell's the uh, – who's the line coach? Uh, the Bama uh, dude. Freddie Roach. Fred, Freddie, yeah. Freddie Roach. Freddie Roach. You're going to tell all of them, hey, the new guy is going to come in and coordinate. Well, the, the guy that's now.
1: actually coordinated defenses before. I think you tell him we're trying to actually win some games this year and, and but he turn ain't the defense, Troy, right? He he coordinated defense at uh at Troy and then before that somewhere else too, I forget. I'm just echoing what everybody else is saying. I don't care who the interim is. I just think th- there's no reason not to get rid of McGriff. You're going to have to pay the buyout sometime anyway. He's not going to turn it around. Uh, and you owe it to the players to at least try to like make something work on defense. They're not going to get worse than this. Uh, so like that's also, I think, an argument towards don't overreact to this game because the defense is trash, but they could slightly improve. Like They could slightly be in better position. Like I think that they could get coached up. They're not getting that coaching right now. Um, and maybe I'll start eating my words with Kent State next week. Maybe Alabama was just too overwhelming on offense for them to even make any adjustments to. But they looked... Completely lost. Uh, You know, a couple of guys kept playing in the second half and trying to make plays. I mean, Benito a little bit. I I watched a few minutes of Matt Luke's press conference last night. Boy, that is depressing. Uh, You're just seeing a guy that got his dream job and is just getting destroyed. Uh, Pretty rough. Pretty rough stuff. I do think that they have them to win some more games this year. Uh, I just, I think that game's going to be an anomaly, but at the same time, it's still... Something that happened. It's a part of the season. You got destroyed by Alabama. You only scored seven points. You're supposed to have such a prolific offense. Uh, yeah, like John said, completely flew in the face of my prediction that I thought they would be able to score at least three times with those wide receivers. And after the first play, it looked like they were going to be able to do it. But, you know, even even with single coverage, I guess, Saban can make adjustments that uh, make it a lot harder. He mixed some coverages up. Tommy hadn't really dealt with that, I guess. I mean, it's just whew, they just they got exposed a little bit. I mean, there are positive signs, not necessarily just from that game. I mean, Texas Tech beat Houston, which was shocking to me.
0: Um... Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, teams change so much week to week, and mm-hmm. especially early in the season. College is always finicky. I'm just – the only reason not to fire I'm, – I'm just thinking through – Yeah, give me – I want
1: to hear some reasons. So far, all I've really heard is, well, you have to pay his buyout. You're going to have to pay that no matter what. So give me the next reason why you don't fire McGriff.
0: You can't – if you promote Summerall, are you creating kind of, I guess – intangible issues with the rest of the staff and the newest guy is going to get promoted. Like what, well, you know, what does that cause any other? I, I just don't, I don't know the personalities behind If the right. intense, like one sticks around, you don't want to ruffle his feathers. If you go out and hire a proven DC after the season, that's a different story altogether. I,
1: I get that. And yeah, hiring from within is not really a recipe for success. Generally, you want to outside it, guy.
0: Yeah, and even so, are um, you uh, saying are
1: you saying ride McGriff out this season, get a new DC for next season?
0: Correct, because because the, then the other thing too is, however this season goes, you just pin it on McGriff. If you fire McGriff now, mm-hmm. then it becomes it starts becoming more and more your problem as opposed the, to McGriff's problem. I guess and, the and,
1: question. Go ahead. I,
0: yeah, yeah, if that makes Luke sense. Waits through the year. A, he doesn't want to, and it's not just the defensive coordinator side of the ball. It's I mean, Matt Luke's trying to build a program. If he's quick to pull the trigger and bail on people, then that sends the but wrong. See, I don't message. think
1: I don't think this is a quick trigger. Like McGriff has been coordinating this defense. Luke didn't hire McGriff. I I don't know. I think I think he should have fired McGriff in the off season. Uh, maybe he didn't have any other options that people were going to come in. I I think the question is like how much worse is Ole Miss's offense going to be next year? Is it enough to justify making bold moves on defense to try to win one more game this season, or two more games? And then, how how important would that extra win be for recruiting in February? And that's kind of I, the complicated calculus.
0: And I don't think one win means shit in the whole scheme. This year means I, think, shit whole season. I
1: think going from six and six to seven and five would be big. If the, if it's a five and seven to six and six, that's those are those are. For one game swings those those look better seven and five looks like progress from last year six and six I,
0: re- I really don't think how many games you win matters that i mean between they could go five and seven this year and i don't think that's going to impact their ability to recruit at all
1: i don't know i mean i I think if the class that is committed right Rob, now signs then Matt Luke is done in three years, like no doubt about it like I think he needs to add some big names to this class to be able to win
0: games in two years he's good I don't know how he does that he's going to go i mean let's be frank here he's they're gonna they're gonna be worse next year because next- next year's the bottom from all of the roster yeah. bit yeah. it's funny cause there's there's a lot of like National college football people saying Ole Miss is given Alabama problems. It's like they're, it's like you guys don't pay attention to the details here. Ole Miss is nothing what it was two years ago, three years ago. Well, and I
1: mean, I think you got to give like Barrett Salee kudos because the guy doesn't mind if he gets shit completely wrong. He knows how to get the hate clicks, and I think by yeah. consistently predicting Ole Miss to win that game, he got a lot of hate clicks. Uh, so more power to him. I mean, it's so funny. Salie riles up these like dumb state fans every every week. It seems like like they fall for it every time. Like you think he really cares if he's right or wrong? No,
0: on to generate attention. Which is his it's pretty job. funny. Yeah, I, I give him props for that.
1: But yeah, no. Generally, you're right. People don't look at the the big picture. They see the Ole Miss has beaten Alabama in recent history with dominant wide receivers with good quarterback play. Uh, but obviously there was a lot more going on on those teams. 14 and 15 had much, much better defenses. Um, I don't know. Maybe they, had, maybe they had a better offensive line too. I tried to make the argument last week that I thought Ole Miss's offensive line now was better than then, but they didn't look like it yesterday.
0: And You said you put maybe Little Maybe better.
1: Yeah, I think Little and Tunzel are, are equitable. I'm not backing down from that one. I think Little's going to go in the first round, and we'll see who has a better NFL career.
0: All I know is Tunsil came back in 15 and they doubled their average rushing yards per game. So well, we I mean,
1: we should compare the rushing yards halfway through the season to what they were when Tunsil was back, because I have no idea. So, I think the run game now generally is better, but the schedule's also different, so it's hard to say.
0: So, you know what? I think you're being a little quick-triggered with, oh my gosh, the whole Matt Luke thing. But you know what? That's probably what a lot of people are
1: thinking. What do you so mean? What do you mean? What What am I being quick-triggered about?
0: One game is like, oh, Matt Luke's not going to make it. Like that No, no, no. I
1: said I said Matt Luke's not going to make it if he doesn't recruit better this year than he, than he is right now. I believe that. I mean, you have to project out classes for two years from now.
0: Yeah. Here's what – I mean, let's think out loud here. Let's go through the – because this is what really matters. It doesn't matter that, you know, Alabama – I mean, the details of this game doesn't mean shit for Ole Miss. Here's what matters. You – and here's how Matt Luke can be successful long term. One, he's going against a guy at State that is not from Mississippi, and he sh- Matt Luke should have the advantage with relationships in the state of Mississippi.
1: Yeah, in a small counterpoint. They they shored up the staff a little bit with Hudspeth and all. I think I think State knows that they're gonna have to supplement just more head recruiting Mississippi. I think they're gonna go all out with their in-state network to get these kids. We're gonna see.
0: And I think that it's not a given he's going to do it. Because I, I think Moorhead's a good coach.
1: Yeah, but like if Mullen, if Mullen can get a guy like Jeffrey Simmons, I have faith in their in-state network. I mean, they they got some dirty SOBs. I think just, that just is. Just my thought.
0: I think it's very correct. So point is, is, well, forget what the odds are. Matt Luke has got to be even or ahead in the yeah. state of Mississippi. Yes. Which should be doable. For, you know, if, he, if he's going to succeed at all, he has to, because where he's from. Yeah. Yeah. Second of all, so the next thing is you got to look at the league and say where can he's got to ask himself where can he capitalize on other programs struggling. If you look around the SEC in the West right now, there's one obvious there's one obvious team with an issue, and that's Arkansas. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. We can briefly hit it. They lost, what was the score? How it was 40, many 44 to 10,
1: I believe. They got blown out by North Texas.
0: Ran out of their building by North Texas. Chad Morris is in.
1: Yeah, I mean, the really the, the best news from yesterday was that Ole Miss did not hire Chad Morris.
0: Yeah, which I I thought, I never thought that hire made any sense. i oh, so, sorry, I think it was
1: 17 to 44 final. I was, I was cutting Arkansas short there. They got an extra touchdown by- in
0: garbage time. They got beat by four scores in their building. Yeah. So that's – they're a disaster. So go to our – go get a couple kids that Arkansas would normally get because it's, it's – I mean, that place
1: – Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: I mean, they don't have any sanctions or anything. They're going to be restless. I mean, Chad Morris could be gone in two years quite easily there. Huh. So that's the spot. North Louisiana has always been this area that LSU doesn't have locked down to the level they do the middle of the southern state. Right. Go find a hit or two there. And then from there, you've got to evaluate well. Go get the tweener that Georgia doesn't quite want. Do you think you you
1: go back into Texas or Freeze was heavy in Texas?
0: There's so many players in Texas that you you can do it, but I I think Freeze got two Texas happy.
1: Yeah, probably so. But I mean I think there's some some connections you have there now. Didn't so Jalen Jones and Little both went to Allen. Maybe you can open up a little bit of a Allen thing going on. They have I a lot of good players. What'd you say?
0: You can pick your spots in Texas. Yeah. Uh huh. Past successes. So but that's
1: That's how he recruits. Okay. What about but but I, I still think that the staff is very important and I don't think he's doing himself any oh, favors it, by having McGriff yeah. as the coordinator.
0: yes he's got to change he's got to he's got to get the defensive staff where it's going to be long term this offseason I think it's more than just McGriff personally
1: oh yeah I mean I'm not I'm not disputing that there are other problems there but I just think yeah like I think a lot of people are putting this on Luke I think Luke's putting it on himself and yeah a lot of it can be put on Luke but I mean you can't watch that defense play and think that they're well coached like I'm far from an expert, but they they look so lost. Like they they're they're just not ready for anything that happens on that field. This is not just against Alabama. They look the same way against Southern Illinois. I mean, I just I don't know how long it goes on. And maybe maybe it goes on all season, just like you were talking about. And that's just the way it is. But oof, it's it's really really bad i don't, I don't but know what look to say man,
0: you don't you can't i mean there's such a talent discrepancy you can't learn that much from the alabama game the southern illinois game tells you everything you need yes
1: to know. exactly i mean the alabama game was just the fulfillment of the prophecy that was laid out in the southern illinois game but the southern illinois game is yeah that's that's going to be mcgriff is going to have to do a lot of good things to get past that first half against southern illinois like jeez yeah But maybe Kent State will tell us something. Maybe they can improve against Kent State or whatever. But I mean, then you got LSU right after that. Yeah, you got to go to Baton Rouge. So they got they better get better fast.
0: And and on the recruiting thing, let's wait and see how. You got to see how it plays out on the field before you. You can't just say, "Oh, they're ranked 29th. This class isn't that good." Missouri got to Atlanta twice with classes in the 30s. We've seen programs. Yeah, from the east. It's from the east. It it, it comes. It comes down to talent evaluation. I mean, if you can go find Mike Hilton and Evan Ingram again, is is ho hum three stars, you're good. But I'm just looking. I look at this class, and
1: I see what like a ton of offensive linemen, which is good. Uh, what I'm not seeing though is the the defensive playmakers. That's what I'm so worried about.
0: If that's the pro. I mean, can you got we, wide receivers. You got of,
1: good wide receivers. You got. Offensive lineman, let's see, you got Sam Williams, Juco, defensive end.
0: Do you have a running back? No.
1: Patrick Lucas, uh, d- a three-star defensive tackle. You got three, three-star safety from Juco, Jonathan Haynes. Uh, Ashanti Sistrunk, three-star all- outside linebacker from Mississippi. Jalen Jordan, three-star cornerback. Uh, let's see, Jay Stanley is a three-star safety. Weston said he was good not long ago. Tyler Judson, three-star safety. I mean, yeah, maybe some of these guys are Trey Elston or whatever. Jamar Richardson, another Juco cornerback, three-star. Stand Tavario Standifer, a three-star safety. And that's it. So you have, what did I say, one four-star, and that's a Juco defensive end. I mean, not to put everything on stars. I yeah, Juco's strong. Worried. Yeah, so that's I, a three-star. I'm I'm worried that not all of these guys are going to be Cody Pruitts and Trey Elstons, right? Like I don't like what can you what can you reasonably think a hit rate is for a three-star Mississippi defensive guy to become a solid uh, SEC contributor? I don't know. Yeah,
0: I mean they. And we don't get, see a lot on the roster they got right to get now. Half of them to be solid players. They
1: have some guys that I think could be good in the future. You know, Keydron Smith, maybe Cavante Rugs. That was funny last night. So one of the big storylines that you probably missed because you weren't watching the game live was uh, Ruggs's brother is a wide receiver for Bama. And so they would, he would, they would, he would like tackle him and stuff. And he like, at one point the brother scored and uh, Kevontae like threw him down in the end zone. That was pretty funny. Uh, And they would show their parents and stuff. That was a fun little back and forth. But yeah, Kevontae Ruggs is not, I mean, at least against Alabama, he's not ready yet. You know, maybe he is the best linebacker on the team. He's going to start and all that stuff. He's a freshman. He's young. Um, And maybe five other guys on the defensive roster look like they could be really good in time. Uh, but there's just not enough there, like you need two solid teams of contributors really to have a good defense right you need you need a two deep and right now they have like half of a first
0: yeah team. I mean it's gonna take time to ooh the Falcons late hit cam Newton they got in a fight on the field, apparently nice. I didn't tell the audience this, so we're recording it's Sunday night for me here. In Germany, and there is a TV channel that carries NFL games, and they have the Packer-Viking game as well as the. Oh yeah, we um, forgot
1: to mention Laquan Treadwell with his first career. Pat touchdown.
0: Pat's uh, Jags game. So the Vikings score. I'm going okay. Who caught that? And the announcer, and the announcer in a German accent goes Treadwell, and I'm like. What I was like, I had forgotten Laquan <laughs> Treble was even a Viking. That's how I think, lot, I think
1: Laquan Treble forgot that. Yeah, I mean, congrats, congrats to the man. Uh, he
0: ran a good skinny post and was like, actually,
1: long time coming. Yeah, maybe he can, maybe he can score a few more this season and and get off the schneid.
0: Figures it out has some TDs. I
1: hope so. I hope so. Good guy.
0: Yep.
1: Um. Yeah, recording this on Sunday. I got red zone on. Behind me here, is- Saints not doing shit, not throwing to my boy Michael Thomas at all. What do you say?
0: I guess so. Anything else from the old Miss game? I uh, think
1: uh the the crowd looked good. They packed him in there. Um they you know, after that first touchdown, it was loud as hell. I said, you know, they had an opportunity, and Luke talked to this in his press conference too. Uh yeah, the final score was super ugly. There were moments in the game when Ole Miss was still in it. They did not take advantage. Uh, I think the lights were too bright for Ta-Mu. he Saban thoroughly shut him down. Um, hey, he he, he he shut Shea down too. So I don't think it's any sort of uh, indictment on uh, on Ta-Mu yeah, versus Bo Shea Wallace. at least. What do you say?
0: He shut Bo Wallace down in 2013. Bo Wallace got him in 14. I mean, yeah, you got I mean, you gotta play. You gotta play Alabama at least once to understand what you're going up against. Yeah, it's probably true. And Teamo doesn't have the, doesn't have a defense to go against him practice anywhere. Or, yeah, I mean, that's
1: definitely true. And it's not like he has, like, uh, some genius defensive coordinator mixing coverages on the scout team to get him ready or whatever. Like, I don't think McGriff knows how to get one coverage in there. Yeah. Um, I'm just really – if it's not coming through, I'm just so, so, so down on Wesley McGriff. Like, I think, I think I've made that point, but I just – I can't say it enough. My, my opinion is – Set in stone at this point. It's gonna take a lot to change it. I think he is a huge problem, uh, not the only problem, but a huge problem. Um,
0: yeah. I mean, so what's the base case to keep everybody happy uh, the week after the season's over? And I, is, I think you, you fire McGriff. Well, you fire McGriff, and then you go find. They, they need to have a DC hired quick because yeah,
1: is uh, is is what's his face Luke's agent as well? I think he is the guy that ripped Freeze and all of that
0: jimmy sexton
1: jimmy sexton yeah maybe he can help you find the defensive coordinator i don't know i'm just trying to figure out what
0: i mean if they can go find a young guy that kind of i mean they're not i don't know i mean unless they go pay just a gazillion dollars not going to be able to go find and get a top guy and why not i mean
1: it might be worth it to, for, for defensive recruiting and then better product on the field. I mean, Matt Luke isn't making that much, and I don't think he's going to get a raise this year.
0: No, but they're not getting bowl money. They've got cash flow issues. No, it's they, definitely they, true. The
1: SEC network money has apparently peaked. They're going to be getting less money in the future. But at the same time, like,
0: yeah. I think
1: they have some money. I don't think that they're, they're to the point where they're borrowing to expand uh, baseball but, stadiums or anything like that. What?
0: I don't think it, the other reason the top guy's not going to come is because that roster's terrible. Why would mm-hmm. he? He's not going to want to go trash his. Mm-hmm. Probably the best
1: you could do is kind of like what State did and get like a a washed DC that used to be good, like Bob Sheep. But yeah, I don't um, know. I don't
0: know. I'm the, trying to think. I, what you go? Find, I mean, you go. Well, I mean, honestly, hiring a John Summerall type for a mid school to come up would be be good. And it and you know good, what? Yeah. You, if you want to sit there and say Summerall's been great and, and bought into the staff and promote him after the season, I mean, yeah, I have it's no not, idea. not going to be the most appealing thing by any stretch, but it that could maybe, maybe work. I uh, know.
1: You know, I, I said it on the last episode. I don't know if you're – but I, I just think it's very important to not do what Freeze did in hiring this D.C. Do not emphasize recruiting with the D.C. hire. I, I want a sound – coordinator that can manage a team of dirty-ass position coaches that can be the recruiters. Correct. That, Which that be, is the
0: better formula. Maybe some role that guy.
1: Yeah, maybe some and, role if he can be the, the X's and O's and the motivator, and then you can get guys like McGriff, obviously not McGriff, to coach your safeties and your linebackers and whatever, and they get out there and hit the trail hard and you know do all the things you have to do to be successful in recruiting. Uh, so, that would be a recipe I would much rather try and the current recipe, whereas you have a motivator recruiter coordinating the defense who also hasn't recruited anybody <laughs> because you're, you've had terrible sanctions and all of that, and who knows why McGriff. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of excuses that could be given for why McGriff hasn't really recruited anybody, Uh, but it's just the fact of the matter at the end of the day. He doesn't have the dudes, and he doesn't have the chops to use the dudes he has in any sort of effective way, it seems.
0: Um, yeah. Hey, well, it, it's probably going to be easier to go get good position coaches than it is a D uh, like a proven DC. Mm-hmm. So if Summerall, and you tell Summerall put together whatever the hell staff you want, and then the, then you can send them the message to everybody there that look, this dude's taking over. He's making his evaluations. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So
1: I don't know. I mean, I just like it. For me, it goes back to the fact that Luke has this leash. He has these. I think at least three seasons to figure it out. So if I'm Luke, I start thinking about making bold moves and and trying to and yeah, even if if Summerall divides the staff this year, if it means next year is better because he has more time to work on the defense that he has and he like I don't know, maybe it works out. Um I don't I don't predict that he will fire McGriff. It's really just something I wish would happen, but I don't really see the downside for Luke cuz like you said this season it doesn't matter if you win five if you win five games or six games. You know, does that does that really make that much of a difference? If it means next year they're better on defense, it might be worth it. I don't know. We'll see what happens.
0: The other flip side would be give let Summerall audition, see how he handles both the on the field and off the field component of it. And is this?
1: Yeah, I mean, and if you oh yeah, if you give him the intro job, if you believe some of the Ole Miss conspiracy posters, you know Summerall's already been calling the plays. You know, the tale of two halves when uh. When Ole Miss gets blown out in the first half and then does better in the second half, usually because of the opponent in SIU well, and Bama games. But they say, oh, what was different in the second half? Who was calling the plays? Was John Sumrall secretly calling the plays? So, I mean, that's always funny. Um, I don't know. Let's, or
0: even given.
1: A- let's move on. Let's talk about other games. Let's talk about LSU-Auburn.
0: Let's about the LSU-Bengal Tigers. Yep,
1: that's right. Do you see, did you see the video <laughs> well, I- of Ed Orgeron after the game?
0: I watch all kinds of highlights of this because. No, oh, but did you I see
1: watch- the snap? Do you see Devin White's Snapchat of Ordrawn in the locker room?
0: Oh yes, we're, we're gonna get there. Oh, okay, all right, go on, continue. So I watched LSU play in Miami and went and sat there and said, "Well, they got a bunch of athletes. So they run around fast, and Joe Burrow looks like he's got the potential mm-hmm. to come in and do something." Yesterday, did Joe Burrow have great numbers? No. Did he make big throws in the fourth quarter, including the long touchdown and then the fourth down throw? Yes. That's all LSU needs. He, and he doesn't need a guy that's going to light it up. He needs a guy that can make the big throw in, in the clutch. There, LSU's got a shot to really do something this year because that was their hard road game. They get State, who they're more athletic and better than. Yeah. Georgia, which...
1: I, I think LSU's front seven will... Pretty much neutralized state's running game, and then I, I don't think Fitzgerald can pass for shit.
0: Georgia, and then Alabama, and they get them all in Death Valley, and they get
1: Ole Miss there too. If you if you think Ole Miss can give them a scare, they have a big advantage starting off.
0: That's a ridiculous comment to even think Ole Miss has a shot against. Nah, them, I think but... no, nah, I don't think
1: so. I I think I think Ole Miss can scare anybody if your defense isn't playing a good game. I mean, they,
0: I think they're gonna score. I
1: think,
0: I think I, Ole, Ole Miss can scare. Carolina that's
1: about it no I think I think Ole Miss could scare any team left on their schedule doesn't mean they're going to but it's still possible yep we'll see
0: anyway I mean I think the so, wide
1: receivers are gonna have a chip after getting shut down so hard by Alabama we'll, we'll see if they can get a lot more open I guess and, and Tomu can can make better decisions but I, that's the best defense he's gonna play do we agree on that
0: yeah, but he's still gonna play guys with athletes that run around that quick. We'll, we'll, well see. Well, that's also.
1: I think that might also be one of the more motivated teams they play. Like, I, I think you are right that Saban still has that game circled. I don't think he likes the way that people talk about Ole Miss being able to give him a scare. I think he wanted to make sure that defense made it. I don't think LSU is gonna be as up for Ole Miss and Baton Rouge. You know what I mean? Like, I just think I think it's gonna be different.
0: I would
1: agree. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It's like, you, you can't predict these things. It's the SEC West. Crazy things happen. Uh, no one thought Ole Miss was going to get to 6-6 six and six last year. We'll see what happens. And people now are still, like, panicking so hard. Like, you get on the Ole Miss boards. I saw a thread that was like, only gimme left on the schedule is Kent State. UL Monroe is going to give us fits, and UL Monroe is going to win the game or whatever. Like, I mean, State. it's possible, but I think it's a crazy overreaction. Like, you just got to take it a week at a time. All right, go on, go on with your LSU Auburn talk,
0: please. Anyway, Stidham those two picks. Also, I mean, this is—it's been a while since we've had an LSU team that's this fun to watch. We have pure coon ass coaching them. Mm-hmm. We have a cornerback named Greedy Williams. I yes. mean, yeah, I love that. She, it's been a while since we've had a name that big, that
1: that fantastic, that- yeah,
0: fantastic on an LSU team. They run around. I mean, from a, from a talent standpoint, they're always fun to watch. And if you know any of the Joe Burrow background story, he was Mister Ohio. Was at Ohio State. Couple injuries, just kind of the way that just the way the cards between injuries and all the other quarterbacks just mm-hmm. didn't didn't work out for him to get the job. This is a this is actually a, a good example of where transferring can work for a kid, and he now gets to go be be the answer for a, one of the. One of the at a minimum eight best rosters. In I
1: think uh, I think quarterback transfers might have the highest success rate. It doesn't always work out, obviously, but it seems like a position where you can come in to a program that's missing a QB but otherwise pretty good and have success as a grad transfer.
0: It seems to yeah, happen Shea, more than other positions. Yeah, Shea <laughs> Shay Patterson's fixed Michigan, all right. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I think you have to be good at your job first before you can go and make an impact somewhere else. And also, a lot of these teams, like Ohio State, have really deep quarterback rooms with guys like Burroughs just sitting on the bench because they have
0: better players. Jalen Hurts would make most teams better. I mean, yeah. Everybody says, I think most teams better. So, oh, I agree. That's that. So they got the guy, and then o, um. I, I was really impressed with the way – is I mean, everybody hears o, o talk and goes, oh, my God, the accent, blah, blah, blah. He's saying all the right things, though, from a how-to-manage-his-standpoint, saying, you know, team, we got the – you know, we came from behind because the leadership and the character of our – like, he uh-huh. wasn't just saying it fluff. He was sitting there like, we have a leadership structure. We're built to handle this. There's there's a maturity that he certainly didn't have at Ole Miss, and even when he was doing these interim gigs, he has um, he really seems to have settled into this role, or he's really seemed to he's really to me seems like he's figuring out he's Hmm. more or less figured out how to be a head coach. I mean, it's I mean it's pretty it is I mean the Ole Miss world is is annoyed for how big of a flop. 05 to 07 was but ed's taken that experience and turned himself into a coach and almost yeah, well,
1: either gets the coaches when they're too green to do anything or they're completely washed like houston nut that's just that's our lot in life
0: Just you got he, home, you got
1: freeze right in his sweet home, spot where he would he had practiced some. he was getting up go ahead
0: then he had an environment to let him go awol I mean, yep and then was, he,
1: he became the god of old miss and it was just a complete nightmare
0: Ole Miss boosters and infrastructure just are not set up to win. It, it, it's it's not just a happen. I think it's more than just happenstance of luck at this point. I think Ole Miss has proven that they, from a who's really who the key players in the pro, program are from a support standpoint. They just don't have the wherewithal to yeah to be part of a really winning program. But well, that's I think the it starts at
1: the top, and yeah, Bjork and we just we were just watching this video of. Bjork on Rebel Alley or whatever, like, trying to get the crowd pumped up with his wrestling belt and all. Man, this is this is some cringy shit, man. Like, I, I don't know, like, what's wrong with Bjork. I, I don't know if he realizes what the job of an administrator is. You're not supposed to be the guy that's out there, like, getting people hyped. Like, just do your job, man. Just, just do your job behind the scenes and be an administrator. I just, I, I'm so over his theatrics. It's such bullshit
0: it's bad. Anyway, Orgeron has I think has this group focus. Everybody's been saying he's on the hot seat down there. Not not right now. LSU's booster club fan base, they want uh, they want a local guy to succeed. They want him to succeed the way the locals want like Oxford wants yeah, Matt Luke. That's definitely true. Yeah. They're not, they're not trying to go cut his head off. They they will. If he went 6 and 6 this year it'd be different, but into this season he has their full support. Yeah, and no, so definitely. he doesn't. I don't think he sees the pressure, and plus he's been around enough to know. You know what? Forget all that. I'm going to focus on my team, do my job, etc. Nobody expects him to be this holier than thou person beyond just a football coach. That's kind of the. That's really the benefit of Ed being perceived the way he is. Is nobody thinks he's supposed to be some steward of society like they, like all this these Urban Meyer expectations. You're never going to see Ed Orgeron. Do a damn Tom Rinaldi interview for I should have known better, blah blah blah, on some incident. That's never going to happen. So that's you, know, you
1: just think you just think if something like that happened, there they would protect him more.
0: Well, no, they would. It wouldn't. Ed would. I think Ed would handle it much more, much more directly, and say, "Here's what it was."
1: I don't so know. It I does it the, with with what it, we know about. The, go ahead.
0: An expectation for Ed Orgeron to be like the savior of society. To my point
1: yeah I, I follow you there for sure i also think with what we know about baton rouge and that team and who they have coaching and stuff like that it does seem like they have a pretty uh tight baton,
0: and to your point baton rouge would cover that up yeah i
1: think they have a pretty tight circle of trust is uh because you never really hear about their players getting in that much trouble it seems miss, like
0: old miss is a horribly managed um, committed to hoard manages the details horribly LSU does a great job
1: managing yeah, it I, I agree What's with
0: that frustrating for an Ole Miss fan because it's not like there, there really shouldn't be a lot of difference between the two I mean yeah. we're not talking in Alabama the same well, why can't Ole Miss figure it out when Alabama and LSU can't?
1: Alabama is a good question oh. I think LSU you know you're the only game in town really you're the only SEC school in the state it's a pretty big state you got a lot of talent you're in a big city you got New Orleans right there I think LSU has more natural resources. Alabama is more a study in in astroturfing an amazing program, right? Like they just they just built they have the, they had the history, but Saban just came in and, and built it with with really no I mean, Alabama what is maybe like a top eight, top ten state for football recruits, but still it's not enough in and of itself to support a program the caliber of Alabama.
0: Say Texas, California, Georgia. Mississippi, Florida.
1: Louisiana, Alabama, all in the top ten, but not the top five probably.
0: Yeah, well, let's see here. You got California, Texas, Georgia, Florida are clearly better. Who's better?
1: You said Georgia. That's a five, Georgia right there.
0: Uh, I said Georgia. It's Georgia, Florida, Texas, California. Fifth. Uh,
1: who are we forgetting here? I mean, Tennessee. I think, I think Tennessee, Louisiana, and Mississippi, Alabama are all the next tier.
0: Oh, Tennessee's not because look how bad the balls are. Yeah, I. I, I, mean, I think the conversation would be
1: Ohio, maybe,
0: Ohio, maybe Ohio, Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, the big, the big populous states.
0: You take Alabama or Wisconsin. I'm taking alabama yeah i think i
1: take alabama i mean you can look alabama. at the nfl per capita stuff right where mississippi is alabama the most. or ohio yeah so so yes there is a lot it's not just alabama he's he's adjacent to all these fertile recruiting states but so are, so is Ole miss so is mississippi state that's the question i, I think, think
0: alabama is probably the fifth or sixth best for territory I think it comes
1: back to corruption. I mean, I think that's why Ole Miss and Mississippi State are so much worse than Alabama and Auburn. It's just that it's a crooked-ass state that hobbles itself at every turn. Yeah. And the the freaking – instead of having boards of trustees for the colleges, having them all managed by the IHL is a
0: great example Yeah, it's just amazing that – Just they, crabs in really, a bucket. Go ahead. It's really impressive that they're, uh, that they're that much worse than Alabama and Louisiana, though. That's yeah. the part that I just look at and say – you know what in the world I mean it, it shouldn't be that way but it is
1: yeah i mean i i think there's i don't know i mean Auburn and Alabama bitterly hate each other and and yet still they've both reached the pinnacle they've they've kind of made each other better out of that rivalry whereas it seems like Mississippi State and Ole Miss kind of the opposite where every time one gets up the other tries to pull them back down i don't know how much of a factor that plays it's obviously a lot of a lot of factors going into that but um, let's see other games. Oh, oh,
0: oh, oh t- two more. Hang on, two more of the LSU things here. Okay. This is this, this is so much fun. First of all, egg the crazy fake punt, fake punt play in the third quarter. That's also what makes this team great. We're going to have a crazy right. trick play. We have gre- we have a greedy Williams and we have Orgeron coaching it. Mm-hmm. It's be- it's just magical. It's magical. It's high it's probably one of the most entertaining college teams to watch in a while just because of all the dynamics going on. Oh, and Devin White, my God. How, how good is he this year?
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Anyway, so let's, so that's the game. Let's we'll talk about after the game. First yep. of all, Ed, Ed and the cop, after they made the field goal, walking to shake Gus's hands was great. I didn't
1: see that. He celebrated with the cop?
0: It's very obvious that – it's really obvious that Ed thinks Gus is a pussy, kind of because he is. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so he and the cop are like, we got these bastards, you know, which is, it's clear Ed is a foot. I mean, he really is a football guy to steal some part my take terminology. And then Devin white is, uh, is that Instagram live? He had, I think it is was
1: a, my, it was either Instagram live or Snapchat. Yeah, I think it was Instagram live. You're right. Cause there's
0: comments. Instagram, yes. Instagram living the Ed Orgeron on post game speech. And, uh, Ed, you high, hi, 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 trying to get the boys calmed down and then tell them how good of a job they did. And somebody just goes, fuck that. And to your credit, you're the one that found this video. Or, or no, someone know. else like, did, fuck,
1: yeah. Fuck
0: them. And Ed, and, Ed, and Ed just immediately goes, fuck them is correct.
1: No, but he said it. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. It was great, yeah.
0: It was more like, fuck them is right. <laughs> And they just all go nuts. Kind of like, yeah, we wanted to kick these punks' ass.
1: Yeah, which is, so, which I support because I mean, yes, I agree. Fuck Auburn. I definitely like LSU more than Auburn. Auburn fans are, are the worst.
0: Alabama, Alabama, you respect. I, you respect but, the program Auburn, more than the fan Auburn base. Is the, Auburn is this like whiny little brother, and they got the goofiest son of a they got a goofy son of a bitch coaching them. Yeah, and, and they, they do stuff like, like, oh, like build the, the giant. love are the village on the plain. It's just kind of. I mean, they 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 totally deserved it. I felt like I, I like that. I was like that. I am so happy that Ed Orgeron just told them to go. Fuck, get, oh, to go
1: absolutely, fuck. absolutely. It was,
0: it was perfect. Um, that's good. It stuff. Is, that. Uh, I that, That's who I'm. That's who I want to see do well this year. I think Georgia. They're gonna get Alabama at night. Eds played Alabama pretty well the past 2 years. Um and he's got a quarterback that can throw a bit better. He gets them in Death Valley. I think I think Death Valley hosting out especially if they get if they get their undefeated or just one loss. I mean, they can lose a game and still win the conference. Yeah. I think at Texas A and M could be the one they could, could be they could lose that too. So
1: that's gonna they're gonna be interesting to watch this season. A and M. I mean they have they, uh, they got a
0: like, they have a hellacious schedule, but yeah they can't have all the and I think the offense continues to get better throughout the year as Burrow plays more. Is my thinking, but. Mm. So let's move on. Let's let's
1: move on other games. I already mentioned Texas Tech uh scoring sixty three points on Houston and Ed Oliver. Kind of shocked by that. Um Houston did score forty nine. I thought Houston's offense looked really good the first two weeks. So it makes sense. Uh my question for you out of this game, John. Tech rolls up sixty three points on Houston. You can't tell me their defense is really worse than ours. Uh is the is the missing piece in the Texas Tech game the fact that the starting QB went down and Bowman had to come in off the bench, if Bowman had been preparing as the starter I wonder if they would have scored more than 27. I have to think probably so.
0: I think probably so, but, you know. Ole Miss you, could have you, kept
1: scoring in that game. Ole Miss was scoring at will. So, that that could have been a true shootout. When,
0: when, you, when you return a quarterback with some experience, you have an advantage. That, that, that tends to help you win a game early in, early in the season.
1: Uh-huh. I haven't you, yeah, yeah. And That's, I think they Ole took, Miss probably could have still won a, a shootout with Tech, but, I mean. 63 points on Houston, man. Like I, I promise you, Ed Oliver and his defense is better than Ole Miss's defense right now. So that's that's an interesting thing to look to reflect back on. Tech probably still not good, but I mean, that's I thought Houston was gonna roll them, so that's that's good for for Ole Miss's strength of schedule, I guess. Your moral
0: victory count. Uh, what, what you're talking about their playoff seeding?
1: No, I'm just I'm just talking about for your for your water cooler conversations about. Who, Who's where people fall in the echelon of college football. Um,
0: yeah, I'm, I'm going to have a lot of those next two weeks. So I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah,
1: when you have a conversation at the uh, – what do they call like the the tables with the long benches where you sit at and drink your beer? I
0: have no idea. That's a good question. When you sit there want, in the beer hall. They want to talk about old Bayern Munich. That's what they want to talk
1: about. Yeah, <sighs> football, baby, and uh, what, techno music. I don't know what else they like in Germany. Driving fast on the Autobahn. You get yes. you gotta rent a car. You rent a car and go on the Autobahn.
0: I've been on the Autobahn, but I don't have a car because I'm staying within a couple kilometers of the plant, I'm just walking. I'm uh, going that European. Uh,
1: wait. Did you drive on the Autobahn, or you're a passenger?
0: I was a passenger.
1: How was it? How fast did
0: you go? Did they go fast? You go as fast as you want. Well, it's, I know, but how fast, fast did you season. go? I didn't. I didn't drive. I, I, I We were. Going I know, like but 141. Oh, damn! 140
1: kilometers. So what's it like? 100 miles? Like 80. Oh, well that's, that's so we.
0: Treadwell just dropped a pass.
1: Well, I mean, back to reality.
0: Um, all right.
1: Sorry, I was turned around checking out the screen. I'm trying. I was on for... a train
0: to Munich that went 230 kilometers an hour this weekend.
1: Oh, that's sick! That's sick. Was that like a maglev thing going on?
0: This is impressive. So, is,
1: it, is that was it? It was like a floating train or what?
0: Uh, I don't know. if it, I think so. Uh, what
1: interesting. All right, quickly. Quickly, and this the rest of the show is going to be quick, guys, because uh, the way we timed this on Sunday, we actually don't have lines. We're going to talk about some games, a few other games around the country. Uh, Vanderbilt played Notre Dame, uh, very close at Notre Dame. I think they they played him closer than Michigan did, really. Um, ended up losing on kind of a heartbreaking final drive, down by five. Uh, just the the, the guy caught it on fourth down, came down.
0: The ball, how bad is Michigan that they lost a team that should have lost to Vanderbilt?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think. I think Michigan is has problems. I don't know who they played this week. Um, also around the country, let's see. Uh, TCU gave Ohio State a scare last night before uh, they pulled away. Won by a couple scores, I think. But Interesting nonetheless. Is, is, I think is Urban back
0: now? Yeah. Urban's been back at practice. He's now fully back. Okay. I, I think the whole Urban Meyer thing kind of has galvanized that team this year.
1: And probably, yeah.
0: I think they – I think they, and Wisconsin lost to BYU. They're going to coast to a Big Ten title and run the table.
1: Michigan gave up 20 points to SMU and only scored 45. I don't know. I don't think SMU is very good. I don't think Michigan should be the number 19 team in the country, but we'll see.
0: So the, the Browns are up 12-3. to three. The Saints have huge issues to start Yeah, this I know.
1: I thought after last week they were going to score a lot more this week. I need some Michael Thomas points here. They've had
0: 40, and they get rolled by the Bucks and they only have three points against the Browns. I mean, shit. They're going to let Cleveland win their first game in thirty. In, uh, how damn long? I
1: mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. That tie last week it, was hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: Play Trevor Lawrence a lot. They're getting him ready for the playoffs. That's kind of their bit. Georgia nonchalant, Oklahoma avenged their Iowa State loss and paid attention on that one. Well, BYU beat Wisconsin. Not surprised. I mean, oh, yeah. That, that's
1: news, though. Wisconsin's a top-ten team.
0: They were. Yeah. Like I said, Ohio State is 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 head and shoulders above everyone in the Big Ten. You're right. Yeah. They're they're a playoff team. Alabama's well, it is possible Alabama doesn't get in the playoff. Really? I, I you think with that. the the
1: best offense Saban's had in a long time? I mean, they're the
0: best team, but they could they could miss it. Well, here well here they lo- let's say they lose to LSU. Let's say they lose to LSU in Georgia. Let's think, let me think. Let me think through how this would work. Georgia beats LSU in the regular season. LSU wins every other game. LSU is an eleven and one Western champion that includes right. a win over Alabama. Right. They beat defeated Georgia team in the conference title game. So Georgia's twelve and one. LSU's twelve and one. Alabama's eleven and one. LSU's Who's in between Georgia and Alabama?
1: Georgia. Because Georgia, Georgia has the head to head over LSU, they're one and one versus LSU in that situation. Alabama's one and one
0: versus strength of schedule would be the other way to do it. Um, Georgia, just, who's Georgia playing? They're gonna there, play
1: uh, one out of conference good game, right? I don't remember here. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm about to look at. Alabama up. only so, played Louisville. They played Louisville. They they were weak. Um, yeah. Oh, Georgia Tech. They got the rivalry game. So that's a wash.
1: Yeah, that's those are pretty similar schedules.
0: That's a wash. I mean, I think Oh, and uh oh, the other piece is so Georgia gets Auburn, so they would they would beat Auburn at home, Alabama beats Auburn at home. So then so the so the third so the other best team in the West, they've both beaten and they have a win over L S U in Death Valley and Alabama um Let's see, Alabama, and I, what, what would Alabama have as a signature road win at that point? Because they would have beaten Auburn at home, lost at Death Valley. So, yeah, they're out, nice. I think.
1: My Dolphins defense just got an interception. Let's go, baby. Because
0: here's the thing, Georgia's a big enough draw on fan base that they you could actually replace them from a commercial. You, you could have picked them over Alabama from a commercial standpoint and be okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's inter It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch that play out with those three. If LSU really yeah, is as good as they maybe are, I think Alabama LSU also has, could lose some games. I
0: mean, Alabama's road games at, at Ole Miss, meaningless. At Arkansas, meaningless. At Tennessee, at LSU. If they lose to LSU, then that means they. Yeah, beat they only have nobody. one hard road game. They yeah. beat nobody on the road. Yep.
1: I I I mean, I think Saban probably wins with this team against LSU. We're going to find out.
0: He probably does. But I, I mean but Tua this, Tua seems pretty team, damn good. This team is predicated on Tua being Tua. And yeah. here's the thing, he could go he LSU would they need death valley to be you know, the scariest place on earth and if they can rattle them, then if they can rat, if they can be not be if that place can be just a buzzsaw and they stop the run early in the game. Then Tua's got to go make some plays, and yeah. LSU and the LSU defense is a lot. Yeah, can, they
1: can actually make can it, hold yeah.
0: the line for a while. And if Tua makes a couple mistakes, then it gets then it's like holy shit, I am in fucking Death Valley, and this place is insane. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that I mean if it, if the game was in Bryant Denny, Alabama wins by double digits, but mm-hmm. that's my thinking. I'm just thinking that's going to be. Yeah. That game could be really, really, really good this year. It's
1: definitely going to be interesting. All right, so let's move on to uh, lines of the Week, sponsored by my bookie. Don't forget, if you hop over to my bookie, use our code SHARK25, get an extra $25 bonus cash. Uh, I promise you're going to have fun over there, guys. It's a great site, really fun, play around with the parlays. That's what I like to do just because parlays are an easy way to put a little bit of money down, be invested in several games and have the potential for a big payout even though it never actually happens. And parlays are how they build the casinos. Um, So, like I mentioned before, we don't actually have lines up yet since we're recording this uh, kind of an early episode here on Sunday afternoon. Uh, But we can look at the matchups and uh, at least call out games that should be interesting. First one I'm seeing is uh, Clemson-Georgia Tech um, at Uh, 2.30. Let's see. Notre Dame-Wake Forest. I don't know. Notre Uh,
0: Dame-Wake Forest. At Wake Forest. Um a lot of boring matchups this week. Go on. Well, Notre Dame had been very good the past two weeks. Nebraska owing to Nebraska. Oh, yeah. We didn't
1: mention Nebraska losing to Troy. That's something. Alabama, Alabama football right there.
0: Yep. Rolling. Yep. Them. So I think that helps solidify Alabama as the fifth best state to recruit yeah. from if Troy go beat Nebraska. It seems like I it, think they're yeah. fifth. I would take Alabama over Ohio. I think that's the discussion, but I would take it over Ohio. Because Ohio State goes to Texas. They go to Texas more than anybody paid attention to to get players.
1: Alabama is number four in NFL players per capita.
0: Okay. There they are. Top five. There you go. You got Florida, uh, Florida
1: Georgia, South Carolina number three. Alabama, Louisiana, Hawaii. Florida,
0: Georgia's already? No, that's not
1: right. Hawaii at number six. Mississippi at number seven.
0: A and M goes to Alabama. Can A and M give them a game at all?
1: Uh, pfft. I mean maybe early on. I think Alabama pulls away for sure.
0: So I'm gonna make it. Uh, I don't know what the line's gonna be, but I lay Alabama. And here's why. One, here. So 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 the scenario I just described. Here here is a way for Saban to counter it. Is he beats the shit out of AM who was even to Clemson that night in Kyle Field? So if Clemson's sitting there eleven and 12 and zero, he's saying I killed the team. I killed the common opponent that they barely squeaked by. Right.
1: Yeah, I think that makes and sense.
0: too I think he just I mean, he Jimbo used to be an assistant. I just assume he got he, he wants to go out there and kick Jimbo's ass. Yep,
1: so yep and I think I mean I, I think talking about Saban still hating Ole Miss I think it, it's been longer but I don't think he's forgotten the Johnny football games I think that probably still no
0: Saban I think head. yeah yep. Yeah. so I like you know, we can build a parlay off concepts here okay. lay Alabama at home
1: uh-huh what about Florida Tennessee he's you, taking Dan Mullen in that game is that game at night that's the
0: that's a night game typically it's a, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: a, it's at seven is, and is, is that the game that they – no, I'm thinking Florida-Georgia. I don't know where that game is, but yeah, it's at 7. 7 Eastern, 6 Central. But then
0: Knoxville. 7 Central, sorry.
1: Um, I think Florida probably covers. Tennessee,
0: garbage. Mullen needs the win because you can't lose to Kentucky and Tennessee. No, yeah, I mean, he needs it bad, yeah. You can brand it as – Um, you can brand it as it's not his team. But here's the thing, though, is he, he him not beating Kentucky – is is a deviation from his historical norm, which is he beats who he's supposed to beat.
1: Right, so,
0: right. Let's say he goes to Knoxville and loses that game. Uh, it's getting things are getting hairy in Gainesville. Then that's an issue for him. It's a must win for. I think he's got to win that game. I don't think ten, Tennessee only scored I think twenty four points this past week against some trash team. Yeah, Tennessee's Florida really should bad, be yeah. able to stymie. If if Tennessee snuck this one out, I wouldn't be shocked. But I do like the Gators, uh, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I like them by a lot. Right? Yeah. So depends on the line that we can't see. That, them not being able to score a lot against uh, um, Kentucky concerns me. So oh. I would put the Florida money line in a parlay. Okay. The lay Bama. Florida money line. I think Mullen has to win that game. Now,
1: here's a game. Uh, I think there's either two outcomes here: either Mississippi State completely destroys Kentucky, or it's a close game and they get more than they bargained for. Like I, don't, I think those are the two outcomes. They probably win easily, but at the same time, for a team that's three and zero and the games haven't been close, there. I think the state has had some problems. I mean, Fitzgerald still can't pass. Basically, if you can load the box against them and make them pass, I think it becomes a lot more of a game. Uh, I think the problem is going to be Kentucky's offense isn't going to be able to do much, I would guess, against State's defense. But if they can beat Florida, I mean, they can, they, can, they can at least scare State. I don't know where the game is. Let's figure that out. It's in
0: Lexington.
1: Okay, so there you go. It's Moorhead's first SEC I, road I, I, game.
0: I, I, I stay away from this.
1: It's too I unpredictable. Just... It's too unpredictable. It's a night game I, in Lexington.
0: I I, I I don't have a concept I like here. Kentucky's State, yeah. The, the the closest I would get if the line was if State was more than a two two touchdown favorite I you would do look
1: do Kentucky. Kentucky yeah 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 but, but they won't I, be it's going to be like seven points.
0: I mean Kentucky Kentucky makes Ole Miss fans feel comfortable at the end of a game so no I just don't I just don't go there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Florida ten Florida money line. Um, Arkansas at Auburn.
1: In Nebraska Michigan go on with Arkansas Auburn though I mean I would lay the points on Auburn right
0: Arkansas I, is trash. I like Auburn. I think Auburn vents some steam after they probably should have won. That. Probably be like a 20, be.
1: 20 point favorite in that game. I mean, that's that's like a Alabama Ole Miss right there. with the way Arkansas played,
0: if it's less than twenty eight, I will lay, lay Auburn and even higher than I probably. It's on the solo. it's
1: on the plains. You said.
0: Yep it's in it's in Jordan Air.
1: Um, okay, Nebraska
0: Michigan, interesting. Uh, um. Nebraska's 0-2.
1: Scott Frost needs a win.
0: Harbaugh needs some PR. They both they both
1: need this win, yeah.
0: Um I don't like that one.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Going on moving on now. Texas Tech, Oklahoma State should be high scoring. Um
0: T C U versus if, Texas. Yeah, if you can get a lot of points with Texas, I kind of like that one because Herman needs to. Mm-hmm. He, he, that Maryland loss was awful, and he's got to work. I mean, he beat SC. I, I didn't watch which,
1: the game though. I assume USC is not very
0: good. They're not. They're they're a mess. I mean, yeah, they're a mess. Stanford Oregon. I don't know enough about either team to make a call there.
1: I think South Carolina Vanderbilt should be a pretty close game. I think both teams have some strengths. And like, I, I honestly, the East is not that bad this year. I mean, you have drew drew. I mean, Tennessee is really bad. Florida potentially really bad. Everybody else is like, is, is respectable. I'd say you got drew Locke in Missouri. You got South mm-hmm. Carolina with Muschamp, And then you got Derek Mason in like year four or five. And he's, he's, he's putting together a solid product. Shermer's like a senior quarterback. Um, And obviously Georgia does, is Georgia. Does
0: LSU. You have their buy here.
1: Looks- no, at La tech. Oh, uh, okay. I just don't see. I think LSU has a bye next week, maybe. No, that's when they play Ole Miss, right? They have a bye before Alabama, maybe.
0: Yeah, no, Alabama yeah, they, they have their bye line. See, and that's, oh, that's the other thing. They have equal footing schedule Saban, so Right, yeah. yeah okay, there's a... um, LSU's the country now, yeah. Okay.
1: Georgia-Missouri. That could be fun if uh, Missouri's offense can move the ball a little bit.
0: Yeah, I don't see anything else that jumps at me from a concept standpoint. No, that's
1: pretty much it uh yeah that's pretty much it
0: uh, the th- the third okay you know what just to put a third in there lay ohio state because i think Irvin comes back and a 100 who are they playing two
1: oh yeah that's right yeah no that's yeah that's bad
0: i mean that's a blowout you may you may not even be able to get a line on yeah, that. yeah it's gonna but... be offshore for sure
1: um all right so yeah that's our our non-line lines of the week sponsored by my bookie oh
0: and the uh the old miss Kent State over i think we feel good about that
1: Oh God! I guess so. What's one of the funniest things about last night is Ole Miss loses by sixty, and the over still doesn't hit. That is that is pure Saban magic right there.
0: No, they lost by fifty-five.
1: Okay, but the the over did not hit. The over did not hit.
0: Oh, what was the over?
1: Seventy-seven.
0: It was seventy-seven.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people took it. I think a lot of Ole Miss fans took it. The, the Saban covering easily and and hitting the under is that's like his that's favorite. 50, that's his favorite that's thing. fifty
0: to twenty eight. Yeah, you would have had to say. I, I think you. I think par for I think you would have assumed forty nine for Alabama. So you needed thirty one. You needed thirty. No way. No way. I
1: think people were assuming Alabama would score in the sixties. Ole Miss would score in the twenties. Which after yeah. watching the games is believable.
0: Yeah. I think that's
1: I mean Alabama yeah. became the first SEC team to score fifty in their first three games ever. So Alabama did their part of the bargain. Old Miss's offense was just complete trash can. Yep. And that was the problem. But hey, it's a new day. We're gonna turn the page on that one. It's a bad loss, but you got a chance to go out and beat Kent State and then you start your new season from there. You know? That's all you if you're Matt Luke, that's all you can kind of tell your players yeah uh,
0: uh right. it's just it's, it's one day at a time yeah it's whatever
1: uh it'll be okay yeah. what else so
0: that's uh
1: that's our week, week three that's our week three recap three um what else is going on john you got anything else you want to share with the people have you learned anything nope. in germany you've learned have you had schnitzel i've
0: had schnitzel schnitzel's good it's, it's like, like a fried
1: steak. right it's like a pork chop that you hammer real thin and you fry right Correct. Oh, that sounds good. What else? What What else is good? The sauerkraut?
0: Yep. I mean, they, they, they there's not, more they eat Hot dogs?
1: Hot dogs over there?
0: Hot dogs. Uh, bratwurst, you mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, they, they, they love sausage.
1: Oh, yeah. This, I mean, this sounds so up my alley. I swear. I love sausages. I love sauerkraut. You know, big glasses of beer sound fun. Pretzel, I gotta get over there. Beer. Pretzels, I it love pretzels. Compl- they have, like, really good mustard with the pretzels. Yes, it all oh. comes
0: together very well.
1: Oh, that sounds fantastic! All right, well, I hope you continue enjoying your time there, John. What do you get? Two more weeks?
0: Uh, let's see. I fly back the twenty eighth, and today's the sixteenth. So yeah.
1: Yeah, a little we'll bit, little bit, bit less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, super glad that you were able to do the show today, man. Glad we we're able to get our schedules synced up here. Um, you know, I, I know after listening last week, you couldn't let some of those uh, egregious homerism stand or or the lsu slander dating back to neil mcmillan and our season total episode i mean
0: i mean i hit i hit a few things i had to come remind everybody you
1: had to you had to well it was a pleasure i know i'll listeners... fly
0: and come slap anybody that bets on old, anything other than an over related to the Ole miss game <laughs> <laughs> against overs against bad teams oh uh, we'll,
1: we'll convince ourselves Ole Miss get, will cover against. that
0: I don't trust I don't trust Teamu against like elite talent. I don't trust that old line against I
1: I, I think the beauty of Vegas is that they know how to set those lines so that dumbasses like Ole Miss fans can convince themselves it's doable. That's 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 (laughs) why Vegas is so good.
0: What Vegas is Vegas.
1: Vegas is Vegas. It's a great place. Uh it's beautiful. It's it's all built with our money. Um All right, man. Well, uh, it's been a good episode. I'm glad to have you uh, here to to bring me back down to earth a little bit. You know, in, uh he's a great he's a great guest, great co-host, but he kind of lets me uh lets he run wild on some of this stuff and say stuff like Ole Miss is going to cover and stuff like that. So uh, I need yep. to, I, this is why well, I, I was need you
0: I was taking time out of the beer hall to tell you guys you're being idiots. And
1: I know you're not you're not in the it. yeah you're you could be uh, in the in the beer hall right now, but you, you took some time. We appreciate that uh well it's probably getting it's like 9 p.m there now
0: Crazy. yeah yeah.
1: all right man well again thanks for doing it uh all you guys out there listening thanks for listening oh i want to shout out uh sean ray just redid our website so check that out landstarksafterdark.com actually updated with new episodes now automatically so that's going to be great Uh, of course you can see our episodes on uh, our website like I said or on armchairallamericans.com dot com. Uh we have a SoundCloud page where they get posted as well. Um get them on iTunes. I think they're actually on some of the other players now thanks to Armchair. So look for us on Stitcher or Google Play. I can't confirm for sure, but I'll try to figure that out uh so I can tell you next week. But yeah, the podcast is it's more available than ever. And again, thanks for listening. Uh you know, we'll be back next week to uh well I don't know, John might not, but uh John will be back next time you see something egregious that needs to be corrected. I'm sure
0: I'm here. I will show up when either there's an, when there's an issue or an opportunity, I will arrive.
1: There you go. That's it folks. Uh, all right. So thanks for listening, John. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Oh, brief omissions and corrections from last week. First of all, I said, happy birthday to you. I meant John Stevens. I got my Johns confused. And then at the end of the episode, I did my little thing. I said, I'm Wesson for Justin. That was pretty funny. So that was, let's pretend like that was intentional. Uh, You know, sometimes when you're doing these things live, you can, the, the you worst you get like, away from. Do you want
0: blonde hair for, you, yeah. you always want blonde hair or something?
1: Yeah, that's right. All, I mean, who wouldn't want to be Wesson? He's, uh, he's got the, the energy, the positivity, the knowledge base. Uh, one,
0: one last question. What, what's your take on the uh, Land Shark getting mocked in the by the Alabama players? Well, that's I think I it's saying.
1: what you deserve. I think when you're, when you're freaking, uh, you name it your team after a good defense, and then you get rolled up on week after week, and Alabama scores what 28, 28 in the first half. I mean, the first quarter or something. I mean, it's it's what you deserve. Ole Miss does these things to themselves. Uh, just W A O M. That's pretty much all you can say about it. Yep. Oh, <sighs> that's it, boys. All right. Well, another week in the books. Kent State coming up. Uh, some other decent games around the country to watch that we talked about. So keep an eye on all of that. Uh, for John, all the way from Germany, I am Justin. Thanks for listening, guys, and uh, I'll talk to you again later. I
0: want the time. All my people right there in the back of the spot, I need the time. If you know me, you don't know me stop, I need the time. All my people
1: there in the back of the spot, let them be shy. Yeah, And you don't just wake up rich one day. This kind of life never just slip your way. I gave up taking care of three trips to the bay. Cali bound,
0: it's cause I got a flip in LA. Paris bound, cause the new video's on the way. No breaks for me, no vacates for me. I advance say minute, boy, I live it. Watch the shit, don't finish. I want the top. All my people right there in the back of the spot, I need the time. If you know me, you don't know me to stop, I need the time. All
1: my people there in the back of the spot, let them be shot. Yeah.